0: Doing? I'm feeling okay I
1: am absolutely okay like that is where I am you know like mm-hmm. like I, I like I told you the other day I feel like every day I'm having to go through something that's like and now another thing mm-hmm. so I'm like okay you know as I do my spiritual work I'm like it's really a lot harder to live this way whenever things are Coming at you because like in the past, I would just be like, oh, well, it's such and such's fault. This sucks. Mm-hmm. But I have to like take responsibility mm-hmm. and, you know, do the things that need to be done in order to soothe whatever it is. So, like, I can't remember who it was, but I was like, I really sometimes I'm like, man, it was almost easier to be in the dark because you're like, well, this just sucks, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, there there's something to be said for it, because in every experience that is like contrasts for me, I'm absolutely coming out of it with some knowledge and something I can use later. So
0: mm-hmm. it's good. To, this week has been a little easier. I think for me, I, I f- felt easier about this week and the stuff that's going on. I, I honestly think that think I, I want to thank Kamala because I think she made my week. Um, so that just I'm was speaking. hysterical. Yes. Like, hello, hello. I'm speaking. Okay. You know, it's like, girl. Yeah. you know, and, and, you know, that people were going to see that and people were going to be like, you know, she's so disrespectful, you know, he's the vice president, she's so disrespectful, she has no respect, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have males talking to each other like that, they don't question the respect, they don't question the level of respect, they just like, well, you know, those are guys. And that's the way guys like, like, for example, last week, when Joe Biden and Trump were going at it there was no conversation around the lack of respect for Trump as the president from Joe Biden. But like when it comes to a woman, specifically a black woman, you know, there's a lack of respect. You see how they are, you know, they don't have any manners or that, whatever. Like, but I was living, I was living for it. I didn't watch the debate, but I definitely, um, loved to, I loved to just like, watch that whole thing go down and the little clips here and there. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. This is so juicy. This is so tasty. I almost want Kamala. It'll be the president.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, he's running with, um, El Sico. Yeah. I mean, and I always say that because he's so old and I'm like, I mean, like I know other presidents have been old, but like, he just gives me that if he takes a wrong step vibe, you know, like, yeah. like it could go either way. And that mm. fly was very funny
0: yeah that was hysterical just seeing the memes oh
1: yes yes where people had the microphones on the flies and he was like Mm. i'll do it again
0: (laughs) (laughs) i loved watching that 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 like that like cracked me up cracked me up um i just yeah it's 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 pretty uh entertaining to at this point it's pretty entertaining to watch until the next critical thing comes up and then we're all like ah oh, you know yeah. we're all freaking out again which you know which that plot did you you know you hear about that plot with the the governor of michigan i think um uh, oh yeah to her? yes yes yeah. okay yeah what is that oh my god like i this was literally the the exact thing that I was talking about and I think I mentioned it on one of my YouTube videos and then I also brought it up in an article and it was the article that I wrote on medium and it was talking about how I had had that dream from last year and I included it in that and I said we have to be very careful because I felt that there was I I saw that Boogaloo fools like trying to stir things up and to make it seem like there was some Mm -hmm. sort of like and trying to pin things on one side to get people to react and that if Mm -hmm. we weren't keeping our eye on the ball or we were not keeping up with stuff then you know it was going to end up blowing up in our faces and we were going to fall for it so it's one of those things Mm.
1: i'm i'm just sad for the collective right now actually i think like i've been having those dreams about the stimulus check Mm. like i don't even care about it and i keep having dreams about like this one i was at a desk and somebody came up behind me and was like see look right here where they promised us they would give us another one. And then I woke up. I'm like, mm. oh, my God, that's the second one. The last time I was in a parking lot
0: mm-hmm. and they were like,
1: they're over there at that truck giving out the stimulus checks. <laughs> and I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only it were that easy, right? If only it were that I know. simple. Just run over to <laughs> a truck crazy. and pick up your check.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I saw that Pelosi and then we're like, no, we're not going to agree to the most recent um, oh. idea. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But they're going to bail out
0: the, the, you know, they're going to bail out the airline industry, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to bail out these corporations just to give a few people some money through some jobs, but yet you're not going to give people who are actually at this point can't pay their rent they're already two or three months behind they need food they need you know some way to support themselves it's getting a little desperate out there and they're not doing anything about that which is that's the the need that is where it should be that's the critical some of these smaller businesses i mean some of these smaller businesses who are sticking with the guidelines or who are trying to do their part to go along with whatever you know safety measures they can take but they're not doing too well either i mean there should be some sort of there should be some, I honestly think the government should come up with a package for small businesses to retrofit mm-hmm. their, you know, cause what it does is if they can retrofit their diners to make it so that people are basically not next to each other or that they are just going to have, you know, guideline separations or whatnot. I mean, that gives Mm-mm. the restaurant industry a little bit of a kick that gives people who can work in the restaurants more, um, opportunity to earn some revenue that gives people who can, mm-hmm. who want to go out and spend their money on restaurants, you know, an opportunity to spend that money to put it back into the, and then it also gives the contractors and these, you know, businesses that are builders gives them jobs too, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, they really need to let some people who mm-hmm. are not the lawmakers make some decisions mm-hmm. <laughs> because we would just mm-hmm. do so much of a better job. Yeah. It's like that once they get there, they become very disconnected to what the actual people need. Mm-hmm. or the concern for it is minimized because some of these decisions I'm like, do you have any relatives? Like, mm-hmm. why would you make that decision? You know? Well, I
0: think, you know, it gets, it gets trivial after a while because you have to remember some of these people, although, you know, they're, some of these people are homegrown people. They come from, you know, places that we grew up in and places that we are can, can relate to at the same time, some of these career politicians have been so removed from the average person's struggle, even though they may connect with their, with their, the demographic that they support or with their communities, because they have these unique positions, they get so removed from the issues that they don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about their bills or their rent or whatever, you know, they don't have to worry about that. And so, because they get so um, comfortable, there isn't this pressing need to do anything to actually support the population or to support people as a whole or in general so i think that's the problem is like you don't know any better this is this was a lesson that i taught my sister because back when my sister you know she was going through a tough time we grew up separately so she was raised by an uncle and an aunt who like spoiled the hell out of her they gave her everything that she ever wanted Um, And so she was very spoiled and she grew up not needing to worry about having her own room, not needing to worry about having air conditioning, not needing to worry about, you know, making the bills or whatever. So, because she was raised that way, um, inevitably she didn't really understand the struggle. And whenever my aunt would talk to her about us, my mother and I, you know, she'd kind of tell her, well, you don't want to be like those people and they're, they're trash. You know, they, they kind of raised her that way to think that way because we were poor and we lived in the hood. Um, so when, my sister got older, my uncle passed away from cancer, and my aunt was kind of left to kind of take care of her. My aunt was already in her 80s, so it was just mm. too much for her to take care of a teenage girl that was like 12 or 13 years old. And my sister yeah. came to live with us, and we were in a one-bedroom apartment. I slept on a mattress in the living room floor. That was my, that was mm. my reality. And she slept in a twin bed next to my mom's bed in the bedroom. And going from her home room on the nice side of town to like one bedroom in the hood, hearing gunshots every night, you know, all kinds of stuff. Okay. Uh, that was a wake up call for her. And I i was like, you know, not everyone in the world can um, have all of the luxuries that you were granted. I think you were lucky to have that for as long as you did. But this is this is the reality for for some of us and it gave mm-hmm. her it was like a wake up call for her because she realized that she really did take it she really did take for granted the things that she had and it made her want to work even harder and i think that's why she did reach some of the levels of success that she did because she busted her ass she put herself through school she put herself through college she was always building herself in her career and now she lives again back on the same side of town she used to live on in the nice side of town except right. it's by her own doing you know she put herself there but she did, she's never lost Tr- she's never lost that, that connection with the people on, on, you know, who are in the poorest side of town. Now, granted she lost some of the associations because, you know, she's still mm-hmm. uh, a, Rep- she's still like a diehard Republican and she was running on the Trump train for a while, but mm-hmm. she still knows how much hard work had to go into her going, getting to where she got to. So they, they, they think there's yeah. still like some sort of, she relates to that. still. she understands that she appreciates that, but that's, that's, turned her more into like, you know, I don't believe anybody deserves a handout. No one should get a handout. I had to bust my ass for everything I had. I didn't get a handout, which, you know, I was like, but yeah, but we were your handout. Like I, we supported you. We gave you a place to stay. We gave you food. You know, we were your handout. So you got to relate to that, you know?
1: Yeah. And coming from rich auntie, you weren't crippled. You just got a shell shock. So she you guys really did a lot for her you know
0: i got maria so we got another guest we got maria coming on you you ready yep she's waving so she's like she's good to go so let me go ahead and assign her here hello beautiful
2: hi you're keeping me from my red beans and rice so that goes to
0: oh you are. oh <laughs> well, I saw I saw you were you lighting uh, I saw you in the green room were you lighting palo santo or like sage because I saw you burn out like, what is, she, is that or she's vaping something I don't know what she's doing
2: no I was cooking I was cooking oh that's so, what uh, that was okay that's what that was
0: Mm-mm. what did you want to talk about
2: I think what's on everybody's mind what's what's going to mm. happen here Are we getting vaccinated? (laughs) There's a whole lot going on. And I just, I don't, you know, it's, it seems like, you know, in March there was one fear and then, you know, there was so many, there's, Mm. there's so many moving parts if you're paying attention in any way. And I just, you don't know where to focus. And, and I just wonder if you have any insight as to where this is going if this is going to if some some of this is going to ease up after the election yeah. who might win this thing and where the world might go with yeah. that
0: you know i mean i and i've been saying this for a while i really think he's going to lose just because i'm I mean, i'm ba- I'm banking on my dream and on the different things i've seen with a few clients that indicate that there's definitely a, a change of leadership that's coming um and that's before i've known in the reading that it was Because he and because I said the CEO of your company is like leaving and somebody else is coming in and they're kind of ousting him. Well, I work for the government, so the CEO is Donald Trump. I'm like, okay, well, then that makes sense. Um, and I honestly do not see a peaceful transition to power, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's out on day one after the election because I just don't think he's gonna be here till January. I think he's probably gonna leave the country at some point, but um, I think he's out. I, 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 it's funny because I, I I never saw Joe Biden winning, but I saw him out, you know, Donald Trump being out so I'm I'm thinking he's gonna be gone and but I don't think it's gonna get calm or peaceful anytime soon I think we're gonna be dealing with a lot of crap right after that and you know for for myself and I because even though I'm psychic and I can see the future I can't see my own future you know that's the trick and and when it yeah exactly and when it comes to events or things that I really care about I there's too much of an invested interest that it messes with my ability to sense clearly and we've been talking about this for a while and I mean I I honestly ask like the Trumpers, you're like, how have how has your life been made better? Is this worth it? Is all of the craziness, all of the drama, all of the insanity, worth the little perks that you've gotten? Because I don't feel like there have been enough perks for the average American person to be able to justify wanting to keep this person in office. I mean, even under Obama, I mean, regardless of whether they agreed with Obama or not we weren't trying to blow each other up when Obama was around, you know, if anything, people were just going into schools and shooting up kids and he was trying to get some sort of gun control put in to support them, protect the kids. And yet here we are, you know, actively shooting people with absolutely no, you know, no shame whatsoever. And there's nothing being done to even try to say, Hey y'all, what is wrong with y'all? Like, this is not the way this is not okay. And that's crap that you're, this is not going to work, but that's not where we are at this point at this point we've got so much divisiveness that at this point people are justifying craziness and they're calling craziness um they're calling craziness um being being uh, american and i just don't get that i don't get that so if he doesn't let me ask you this because this is a good question you know if he doesn't if biden doesn't win and trump continues to stay in office what do you, how do you think you're personally going to be affected or do you have any plan for wh- how you would deal with that? If we have not only another four years of this, but you know, it's only progressively gotten worse and I can only imagine what four years of this would, would look like. So how would you react to that?
2: I'm a Trumper. You're asking the wrong
0: person. Ah, wrong okay. So ah, let me ask you that. Well yeah. then this is, then, you know, then perfect. Good. I'm glad you're here then. I'm glad you're here. You feel as a Trumper, you feel that he represents something for you, right? Because you're you're lining Absolutely. yourself up with that. Okay, he represents for you. Can you explain to me clearly, because I've tried to understand this with my friends and my sister, explain to me clearly how he has made our experience as average citizens better. And how you personally have have your life has how has your life personally been improved by him being in office?
1: So I'm getting more wine, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say
2: this. Um, I voted for Trump because I believed in him
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I don't believe in him any less. Now I, you know, we all have a different viewpoint because we all have a different perspective based mm-hmm. on what we do what color we are. All, I mean, there's all kinds of factors as to why people would feel a certain way because they're having a different, everybody's having a different experience, mm-hmm. whether Trump was in office or anybody's in office. Everybody right, is right. having whatever experience right. they're having. My business did well. Um, you know, when I voted, you know, he, when he said it was going to be a movement, it wasn't going to be just another presidency. I didn't realize what that meant exactly. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I would rather vote for him. Um my business has done well. I haven't been affected. I mean, I, in other words, I haven't been affected poorly. So I don't mm. know. You know, people talk about the lies he tells and all that stuff. But I'm a huge believer in that when he says fake news, I believe that. I believe right. that there's a lot of fake news. I think the news is very skewed. I, it's the, the fact that the news can barely utter the words Trump did something right today, any mm. day. You have to question that. Mm-hmm. So so I, I think that what ends up happening is that first there's like the Genesis of everything is so people may not like him because he's brash or because they've heard this about him or they've heard that about him, or he actually mm-hmm. did this or did that. Just like all of us, we've all made mistakes,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Biden's made mistakes, everybody's made mistakes. Mm-hmm. So going into this and saying, you know, he has to be perfect somehow. He's not a God. He's just a man. Mm-hmm. And, I have to say it's perfect. And I'm not going to. And, and it is. And I would feel this way about anybody, whether I supported them or I didn't. But I think the second somebody does something that you you don't like or you think that's what they've done, because that's what's been reported. Everything mm-hmm. that the person does after that is a confirmation that that is a bad person, that right. orange man is bad. And I think it's very skewed. I, I don't think the media has given him a fair chance.
0: But I do have what I, we've been through do
2: you, is, this but, virus. Right. I, I don't I don't believe that he handled this so poorly. I don't. I don't Do you I mean, know anyone? Do you know anyone
0: 000. who died from the virus? I
2: don't. Okay. Now, I, I actually I I do I have a friend whose father died but had other complications. But I I want to remind people something. More than 200,000 people die in this country every single month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every month. Mm-hmm. That's a reality. It's so sad. Let it's me horrible, let me ask.
0: Right. So and I I I understand the perspective. And so again, a couple of things is cuz you said your business had been doing your business is doing well. Was your business, business doing well before well. was it doing well before he was in office?
2: Um my business my business has always done well. What I'm saying is it didn't okay. it didn't it didn't, it didn't Okay. I, I didn't, my business didn't so, increase in any way. It probably, got it, got increased. it. I'm a realtor. So it goes up and down oh, on, on a exact basis. Got it. I
0: mean, yeah. And actually, realtors right now are making a killing in Houston because there's a lot of like movement there. But so Absolutely. your business hasn't been affected either way, regardless of whether he's been in office or not, correct? It's I'm just gonna, kind I mean, of I, the same? I can
2: tell you that it was better okay. last year, but, but okay. that, that's, that's so, just one big sale. So that doesn't really, so
0: you know. So I received a crap load of tax incentives because of my business and i gained from him being in office and i And you still don't like him? <laughs> I st- I don't think it's worth it. I honestly don't think it's worth I get it. it. I feel like I want someone to represent everyone in the country. Right now, we've got people in office in, under Trump's administration who are actively trying to take away my right as a gay man to be able to marry my partner if I choose to do so. My partner and I are thinking about leaving the country if he stays in office because we do not feel safe. It's not because he's that. it's not because he's on stage saying kill all the gays, it's because the assholes who support his agenda who are also incentivized or feel very radicalized by his his way of expressing himself, his way of supporting certain perspectives and not denouncing certain perspectives has made me less safe as a human being in this country. And I don't think it's fair for me to feel this way. I don't think it's fair for people like Michelle to feel this way. When we have contributed to society, I pay my taxes and I'm pretty sure I pay a crap load more taxes than most people um, because I watch those numbers go up every year. And I'm like, I'm going to pay my money. I'm going I'm, to I'm paying for his paycheck. So my question is this. You said you voted for him. What specifically has he done for you? Because he hasn't done anything for your business. So what exactly has he done well, for I, you? I don't
2: know that he hasn't done anything for my business. So I'm, let me, let me ask
1: because I let me ask this to to go with what Fernie just asked you. You said that there was something for you that he represented. So what was that thing that that was what you went to the polls for?
2: Well, I, I think, you know, my, my, I don't have the greatest memory. So when I think back on exactly yeah. the reasons that many years ago, it was hard I'm attention yeah. deficit as well. So my mind is like all over yeah. the board at any given <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. One thing I like is the fact that he was even going to look at vaccines. I think vaccines have had to be looked at for a long, long time. Right. They've been out there. And you know what? Parents. Parents will blindly vaccinate their children because their doctor told them that it was the thing to do. And the rates of autism, along with all kinds. Of, I mean, I think that autism is, the, is the, the tip of the iceberg.
0: So has he actually done anything about the vaccines?
2: a very, very small, little tiny baby. Yeah. I mean, they get 60, 70 shots in their lifetime. Yeah, I think that that needs to be the fact that he said he was going to look at it. Don't know if he said it or not, but the fact that he was he was going to look at it is important. The fact that he did, he talked about right to try for people that are terminally ill and they could they could have some opportunities to try some alternative things. I think that's important because, you yeah. know, what everybody has the right to live. But that's what they right. want to do. And I don't think that the, the gold standard in terms of health is the only way to go because right. pharmaceuticals weren't the only way since the beginning of time. People still survive. Yeah.
0: So well, it, so, and, and, and and those are two know,
2: that I
0: can take off. Well, and you're you're breaking up. You're breaking up um, a little bit. So, because yeah, I didn't catch some of that, but I did. I did. Say oh, we're losing her. No,
1: it's spirit say no, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are
0: you are you hearing? It? Yeah, we're losing you.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm gonna say this about. I, about the um, vaccines like can you you hear me
0: I can hear you yeah I can hear you I just can't hear it because she's completely okay Okay. I'm so sorry no 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 there you there you are okay
1: I'm
2: so sorry okay
0: so here I wanted to ask you a few questions because so here here's the thing um have you during this whole time with him in office have you lost friendships or have you lost any sense of community from the people around you I have okay
2: well not not since he's been in office necessarily but within the last march since march from march until now when i've actually had time to sit and do research like everybody has
0: so because i think here's the thing i think i think voting for an idea is a worthy cause but when you have other priorities that are requiring of our attention as a country and as citizens of this country when we have you know I don't need somebody out there marching for pro for for anti-abortion, but they're not willing to go to a shelter and feed a child that's starving to death. Like for me, that makes absolutely no sense. It's a lack of prioritizing. What's really important because you have a living, breathing child there that needs food in its mouth. Now, why? Now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Why would you why would you choose to take up? I don't believe in, you know, in children being murdered in their mother's womb when they're two days old. But I'm going to let that child starve to death because that's not my problem. They're Mexican or they're black or they're this or they're that. For me, I'm like you people need to get their priorities straight. And I think voting for ideas is one thing. And I think when I don't I don't judge people for voting for Trump the first time because he was speaking a big game and a lot of people were not really fans of Hillary Clinton and they were wanting, were wanting things to kind of, we're done with the system, we're done with everything, how it's been, we want something to be different. And he, he talked a big game. He talked a big game. Sure. And and he has he has in this presidency tried to fulfill the the agenda that he had set for a segment of the population. But... It doesn't matter whether we support him or not. He is still the president of the United States, not the president of the religious majority of the president of the majority of people who support me. He is the president of the United States. With that position comes a lot of responsibility. You do not get to choose who you're going to support or who you're going to be in support of and let everybody else you know, rot to hell because they didn't support you or because they didn't kiss your feet. And I think that in itself, if you come to my home, I'm not going to feed the black person because they're black and you're white and you don't deserve it. I'm going to feed everybody because everybody deserves to eat a meal. Everybody deserves to be loved and cared for. And I am a huge proponent that what you put out, you get back. And if you are targeting people and you're dehumanizing your enemies, which is never a, a never a highly spiritual or a highly human evolutionary tactic, it's not a high way of handling things. There are people who who maybe they don't just believe in the ideas that you believe in maybe these people believe that they would like to go all the way and they're willing to kill for this man are you willing to kill for donald trump
2: no okay there's very few people in the world i'm willing to kill for and they're little people (laughs) right (laughs) right but there but there are right and but there
0: are a lot of people who are willing to kill for ideas not even this is why we have all the islamists over
2: donald trump didn't create these people i mean no i understand it didn't get created (laughs) but here's here's, he didn't
1: create them he they were already here and he didn't create them but yes he empowered them and it's every day and it's it's repeatedly on the news channels and the media outlets that support his ideals and just like we always talk about you know like there are people right now who think that donald trump is the antichrist i don't but I will say that the ideals that he pushes and the way that people operate is the antithesis of Christ consciousness. And that's why I can't get behind it, because right. I'm like, you are allowing people. He could easily show up one day. All it would take was one time for him to say, stop this. Right. We do not perpetuate hatred. Talking and about he doesn't do that in, in the different cities. N- no, no, I ma'am. It, I'm talking about the behavior yeah. of just overall the energy that is being right. created and right. pushed with this. If, if 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 for me, the thing about it is
0: when you are the president of the United States, you are supposed to make sure that you take care of your house. But if you're OK with half your house burning down, as long as the other half is embroidered in gold and that you have people at your feet, because you have to admit and you've seen this, you don't doesn't matter what channel you watch. The man is full of ego and it's all about him. I mean, he is in love with absolutely himself. love with absolutely. himself. And a lot of people who reach those levels of power Have to love themselves that much to be able to achieve that. But the man really is about himself, and he is not strong enough to understand the impact of his words, his actions, and everything that he does in the little details. And it is the little details. And if you are the president of the United States, you represent everyone. It doesn't matter who voted you in. You need to stand for as many people as possible. There's going to be people you don't agree with. But I'm okay with disagreeing over policies. I'm not okay with disagreeing with the level of humanity he has shown. And he has not shown himself to be a... I wouldn't want him to be my uncle, my father. I wouldn't even want him to be my neighbor because that is not the kind of person I want to live next door to. And so my question is this to you. I asked you how you've gained personally from him in office. Now, you voted him in for ideas. That was the most important thing for you, which I get, I completely understand that. Now him having been in office for four years, you know he's over here pushing vaccines that have not been properly tested because he wants to get. And I don't the, think
2: that's going to happen. Right, I don't, and don't right, think it's happen.
0: right. But you know, it's it's it, you know there's a lot of these these um, <laughs> contradicted behaviors with him, and so it's hard to take him seriously in some instances. But my question to you is this: What have you personally gained from by him being in office? And is are your ideas and having voted him in office worth all of the craziness that we're going through as a society, because I don't want to fight you. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not no. here to do anything to, to, to but, but I will say this. If you come for me, you're going to get it. And so the way that I see it is, I love you. I'm here for you. I'm not going to do anything in policy. I'm not going to do anything in the way that I behave publicly to do something to hurt you intentionally, knowing full well that what I can say can incentivize somebody or make someone think that it's okay to hurt you. I'm not going to do that to you because I respect you and I love you enough as a human being. You are my sister. You are a part of this country. I'm here for you. But if you come for me, you're going to get it. And so my thing is this. My thing is this, if you see other people being affected negatively, but you haven't gained any actual direct benefit from him in office, you've actually only seen more stress, more anger, more disappointment from your fellow humans, more sadness and heartbreak from your neighbors. If that's all you've gained from him being the president of this country, besides the idea that you voted somebody in office that represents these ideas, if that's all you've gained, was it worth it?
2: First of, it's this. This is this is a, a long deal because I, yeah, and I and I'm, I feel for people that feel disenfranchised by him, but I am not one of them, and that doesn't mean that I'm above it. It just means that that is my perspective, which is the only thing I have.
0: Right, but do you I care about me? But I, do you care about me? Absolutely. So why don't the you care about me?
2: Is, I do care about you, and I, that's so, what I'm saying. I understand that other people have have right. felt disenfranchised, but I haven't. So it it's. It's one thing to say I feel mm. for you. It's another thing to, say, thing to actually feel it. And it isn't. It isn't that I don't want to feel mm. for other people. The other day, I said something, and a girl called me a racist. My parents were both immigrants. Mm. I'm, I am so far from a racist. Mm. I I feel for everybody, but I can't tell you. I know exactly what it's like because I would be lying to you.
1: Right, but it doesn't. Lying well, what was it that made her say that to you? Like what? What was it that prompted her to it say was that to you? What,
2: Somebody there was something on a Biden side or something and and somebody asked a question about Trump and I she obviously could see that I that I was pro Trump and she called me racist. Mm. Just for being pro Trump. So the not thing is that? That, like, if I say all the all the Biden people are like this and all the Trump people are like that, it doesn't mm. work that way. You can't you you can't you can't classify everybody just one way
1: right. because
2: they want to call him racist. I mean I right. I don't I don't believe it, but I but I understand I understand how you feel that way. I don't feel right. that way, but I understand you. Right. Because obviously, but, you're being honest.
0: Right. But the thing about it honest. is, it, this is, is how I feel. But But it's not just about I feel. It's just not about a feeling though. Here's the thing. If someone gets into office and says, all white women that wear black glasses we're going to basically strip them of their like money because they are undeserving of having any kind of money or business. They should be following mails. If someone gets into office and they create policies and they start to do things that actually indicate that they're serious about that, I'm not going to stand by and let that happen because I'm like, that's not right those that person I'm not a white woman with black glasses okay I am a, a gay woman with uh you know with with a, a third eye and so I don't understand the struggle right I don't understand your struggle but I can see that you're in danger and i can see that you're probably freaking out i can see that you have worked your ass off you deserve to be in the position that you have with your business and owning your own company you deserve these things cuz you you built that up you worked your ass off you paid your taxes hopefully you know with that being said if i see someone trying to take that away from you i'm going to get in front of them and they're going to have to come through me before they get to you Because it's not right. And what I'm I'm trying to get across that I think a lot of people like yourself are not understanding is that you're only identifying with yourself, but the level of concern or the level of support or the level of compassion only goes up to that point. It doesn't go further. And I feel like you're willing to watch me burn in the street as long as you get what you want from this. When I talked
2: about right to try or vaccines... I don't have any children and I don't right. have any illness. Right. So what I'm saying is I wasn't just thinking about me.
0: Right. But I, I well, but thinking, there's literally I, thinking, there's there's I, there's a there's a policy on the books by what's his face the guy who's the secretary of state or whatever. There's a policy in the books that's basically telling I'm other saying. countries yes, basically tell and you can go and read it and I read it and it's very disturbing that before we were trying to promote Um, equality and equal, it's human rights, basic human rights, meaning I'm not going to kill you for being gay. Basic human rights for people in other countries. In the past, we've been very much pushing for this, and this is the first time that this actually has been removed and says it's no longer a requirement, and in fact, you don't have to support it, we're not going to support, we don't don't need you to support it, and it's actually optional, and if you don't follow it, we're not going to hold you to the standard of human rights, for gay people so if you want to kill your gay people you can do it we're not going to hold you to any accountability for that there's an actual thing in the books now for That's other horrible. countries That's horrible. exactly Remember but it starts they- with other countries it starts <laughs> with other countries it, right it's coming home because right now I have some rights some I don't have the same rights that you do I don't have the same rights that you do you have rights and
2: I'm sorry for that because right. I'm not even using my rights but right, you're ex-
0: also not willing to show up for us to get those rights right I think this is where, it, you know, I would rather you have equal rights than for vaccines to be completely changed in the way that they've been done for the last few. I would rather rather you be treated like an equal human being to myself, to Michelle, to other people, because it's not about disenfranchisement. It's about dehumanization, that we are not people who are deserving or equal under the law. And that's what it's come down to. And so... Even though you have not lived my life, you've not lived Michelle's life, I've never been a black person. I don't know what it's like to be a black person, but I do know what it's like to That's be a marginalized saying, person. As as but you do, because you I mean, wo- you're so- a woman. You've been marginalized by males. I'm sure in your lifetime, a male has, has treated you like you were not worthy of making the same level of decisions that they made. Have you ever experienced that in your life where a male treated you like when you were I less than
2: I think when I was younger, I was, you know, you're more gullible. You're more, you're, 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 you're more taken easily. Whereas, you know, obviously when you get a little older and you have your own thing going, you're like, you, you right. kind of, you have, you have different boundaries and you're not willing to accept certain things.
0: Right. And so I think that it's important that we are, we are the richest country in the world and we all deserve to have the same level of quality and the same level of opportunities. Granted, we have a lot of people out there who are fools and they're going to go and just create havoc on both sides because they want to create havoc on both sides. You're going to have people who are going to try to use the system and who are going to try to take advantage of the system and pretend like they need government help when they don't need government. You're going to have people who are just fucked yeah. up human beings who just want to take I've advantage of of all colors but at the all same color, and yeah. it doesn't
2: matter who they're working under but i do want to say one thing mm-hmm. regardless of whoever i i i would vote for then now whenever the bottom line is you're never going to like a hundred percent of anything i don't like myself sometimes a hundred percent
0: yeah you, you, you just should. do
2: the best you can within what what within what's important to you yeah. and as a whole
0: yeah so let me I tell you tell something you this, there, there are more Let me tell you something. This is experience. I have uh, family members, and I won't say their names, but there's a family of a bunch of females, and their father was a veteran, and he was honored with, I mean, the full salute, the full thing. They treated him like he was a king. And he raped and molested every one of his daughters. And even when they were dragging him out of the hospital, they gave him salute. All his daughters saluted him. Barf. So sometimes people want to see what they feel is the most. And to this day, they still, the family won't acknowledge that they've been put through this. Um, And I know this because he came back and apologized to each and every one of them through me. And I had to deliver that message to people. I did not want to have to do that, but I think that it's not about like, at this point, it's about survival. And I think that's the difference. It's not about I don't. It's it's not about not liking him, liking him. It doesn't matter. I I there's a majority of politicians I don't like. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't like you know. I don't really care for Biden either. He's not my first choice. You know. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm choosing survival because for me, this is not a decision about who's going to create positive or good policies. For me, this is about surviving. And as a Mexican American, it's about your
2: lifestyle. It's it's about about, no. It's not a.
0: It's not a lifestyle. It's my existence as a human being that came into this world as is. I didn't choose to be gay. I didn't choose to be Mexican. I didn't choose to be born to a single mother. I didn't choose to have, not have a father. I didn't choose to grow up poor. I didn't choose these things. This is what life handed to me. And I've built myself up, but there are people that don't even have that opportunity right now, don't even realize that they can do something with themselves. And so for me, it's about survival because I, as a third generation Mexican-American, who is a gay man who is also a psychic medium and petrified because the person they are trying to get into the Supreme Court is probably going to want to burn me at the stake for every one of those issues. And so I am not going to try to see the, li- the silver lining in him and his presidency because even he's just one man, and, but he is supported by an entire congregation of people and they are willing to burn me at the stake and I'm not going to give them that opportunity. And I know that I'm not the only one who is up for, uh, for destruction. I actually am not the first person in line to be threatened you know, people like Michelle are, and I'm not going to let that happen to someone else who is a part of this country and who's a part of my human family. And so, Sorry, what I'm to, to, my no, no, you're fine. And so, what I'm trying to say is, for me, it's not about perspective, and it's not about not liking. It's about survival. And I think that if people can understand that my survival is at stake, and I am not willing to take the risk because too many things have gone under the radar that show me. I'm my life is at work my life is at stake. And so that's what it's about for me. And if there was any indication that your life was at stake too, I don't care how much I want something to change or how many ideas I want to support, your life isn't worth an idea for me. It's just not. It's not.
1: I understand. I understand. And I will ask you this too, as this is going to be your second time voting for the Donald. (laughs) Do you feel like your life is in the same way, and he still supports and promotes everything that you feel like you stand behind, like you said the first time. Because I mean, he's gotten a little bit more, I don't know, rude <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but like he just I'm is a kind of flippantly. It's with hard his... for me, it's hard for me to be so, well, <laughs> yeah, That explains no, good. it, then you're good. And that explains yeah. it because you're like, yeah. you don't need that to me? softness. <laughs> You know, like you're not offended by what he says. So that's probably why you're less bothered. Yeah. But I don't know if, if he's always honest. Because sometimes I see him avoid talking about certain things. Because he doesn't want to. I mean,
2: if, if we're going to um, talk about that, let, let's talk about. We could we could go on for hours. Talk about the debates. I mean, oh, we
1: could we, tomorrow, could, could we could play, we could we could totally go play, play play
0: into play. so many. Yeah, we could go into so many things. And and I will say this, like, and and, and thank you for coming on because I think we're out of time. But I understand and I respect your right to choose what you feel is best for you. But in my opinion, just by observation, your life has not been directly impacted in a positive way by Donald Trump. It seems to me that your life has actually been more difficult and challenging because you've lost friends, you've lost community. And even though there are ideas that he represents, I don't feel like it was worth it. And I've actually gained financially by him being in office. And it wasn't worth it for me. And I'm at odds with my sister, her family. I, I, you know, and for me, it's not worth it. I would rather, I would rather have someone where at least they're gonna try to make sure we're not all under, you know, the chopping block. I want to make sure that we're all okay at the end of the day. And for me, that's the most important thing. I choose life over Absolutely. ideas. I choose life over the perception that something amazing will happen with this person in office. He's already had four years. He's had opportunities to make your life directly better. You haven't said anything that has improved your life directly, so you're still voting for ideas. But I'm not voting for ideas. There's
2: a lot. Let me say this because I I don't I I don't want to cower. There's a lot yeah. I want to say. There's a lot I won't say yeah. on Facebook out right. loud. It, right. I won't I won't say it. Right. So I would I would rather just leave it at that because I feel like I feel like that's where I'm comfortable.
0: Yeah, and I get it, and Let's I, just I completely. Start a blog. <laughs> I know,
2: yeah. I'm
0: sorry. I, you should start a vlog. Start a vlog. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand and I respect that. And, and like I said, I, for me, it's not, about, uh, it's not about opinions. It's not about perspective. It's not even about ideas. For me, a human life isn't worth an idea. And
2: I understand that. I'm and a human. So, I understand that. Yeah. I, I, I know that sometimes the minute you say you're a trumper, it's like, oh, she's a racist. No, right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a racist at all. One of my best friends is gay and married and has children. I love those children. I love her. I love her wife. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. I mean, I, I have friends in all different realms and they do their thing and it is what it is. And when there's a secret to tell, I'm the one you want to tell it to yeah. because your secret's always safe with me. I'm not somebody that, that is thinks of myself any better or any different. I come from immigrants. I'm yeah. not going to. I couldn't be racist if I wanted to. Yeah, I just can't. Well, you know, yeah, I come from immigrants, I,
0: co- I come from immigrants too. my my grandfather was the first Mexican-American in our family to come to this country, and he fought in World War and all of his brothers fought in World War and very proud, proud of what they did for this country. And he was a racist and oh. he was Mexican mm-hmm. because <laughs> <I get it. laughs> there are a lot of racist Mexicans because They're, especially of, the
2: rich ones they are extremely racist. Well,
0: we were not rich. We were not rich by any means. And it's not like they were, they were obviously racist or they were bluntly racist, but it's in the the mindset and in the culture. And I chose, I made, I decided he taught me a lot of things. Um, on how to be a good person but he also was an example on how not to be and I choose to mm-hmm. see both the positive and the negative and to learn from both of those but you know I come from immigrants as well and immigrants can be racist because they usually like yeah, that tribalism uh-huh. mindset and they come from that like our own our what matter now you come from New York which there's a lot of like you know mix mixes of different people in New York but it's still you know for for me and I live in
2: Houston there's a lot of different mixes yeah,
0: oh here. yeah oh yeah yeah and, yeah, and yeah, definitely Houston is very diverse but I also know that houston is still very segregated because you can go to any one part of town and you're going to see a, a clumping of different races in different parts of town and i grew up in the east end and when we walked when we drove around the bridge over the bridge we you know my aunt would always lock the door because she was afraid that the black men were going to come and like pull us out of the you know, car and they were going to like drag us across the street and all this other stuff, because that's what the mindset was. But at the same time, like I, I made it and I was, you know, I, people can say, well, I was raped by black men or I was, I was beaten down in the street by a black man when I stood up for myself. And I didn't use that to turn me into a racist person against homeless people or black men. I was like, I will not allow myself to become that. But Um, but the point I was making is I I think that we come from different walks of life and we have different perspectives, but I just want you to be sure that, you know, and you've probably already made up your mind. You may have already voted, but I just want you to be sure when you go and you cast your vote. Think of you. No, don't think of me. (laughs) Think, think of you. you. Think of you because you need to benefit from this. And if this hasn't been worth it for you, right. And, and I would rather have, some form of community that is somewhat cooperative than to have the amount of divisiveness and hatred and vitriol that we've all become because of this whole situation. And I would rather be able to get along with you and to have a conversation like this with you than to be like, oh, Trumper, I don't even want to deal with her. I don't even want to talk to her because she's already putting my head on the chopping block. And that is unforgivable to me. And I don't want to even conceive or think that and unfortunately it is my reality and so I just want you to remember make sure this is worth it for you because if something continues to spiral out of control and if something happens to people like myself or Michelle and we didn't come looking for this but we were willing to stand up for ourselves you will remember us and I you understand. will know that you contributed to that. So I just want you to be sure you know what you t- what what decision you're making because ideas are not worth human lives. I but
2: understand. I respect you. and
0: you. I one hundred percent appreciate you coming on and instead of just like going out. At- us and like going off on us actually having a conversation with us. Cause I think it's important, but I just, I needed it because I've been wanting to have this kind of conversation with one of my friends for some time now. I absolutely love her and her cherry pie, but I just, it's like, what am I going to do? I don't want her to feel like I'm setting her up. Cause I'm not trying to set anybody up. I don't want to make anybody look like a fool. I just wanted to understand. And I need to understand because for me, this has been so difficult and challenging to grasp in my own place of perspective. And I've been trying to figure this out for a while now and so I just want to thank you for coming on
2: thank okay. you so much for having me and let's I hope for all the best for everyone thank you sweetheart take care thank you so much you're welcome sweetheart good night bye
0: bye-bye
1: bye-bye girl I'm looking it's forward to the, to the next couple months because I know <laughs> it's going to be a lot of people who are like what the hell and devastated and mm. and I mean I hate to say that but sometimes people need to see a whole topsy-turvy in order to really get it. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's we've got a lot of people who are like, I mean, I don't know what, what's the big deal. What's the big deal about it? It's no yeah. big deal. But, like, we're, like, under, like, supreme oppression. So it's, like, it's okay. You don't have to get it because you're going to see it in a minute. Like, that Handmaid's Tale stuff, you know, that place is located in, the, uh, what, Gilead mm-hmm. is the name of it. Yeah. That's the pharmaceutical company they keep talking about. Like, I just look at things that get into alignment. That's
0: interesting. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even realize. I, I refuse so, to see that. I refuse to see the show. Cause I saw snippets. My partner's super yeah. big on that show. And I just was like, I can't deal with that. Like, it's too much for me yeah. to grasp. But I was like, my, I told my sister, go watch that show because you need to see it. So mm-hmm. you can understand what would happen if you give a fool, a, a few fools, the opportunity to be in power and control and have it yeah. exactly the way they want to have it. And when you have mm-hmm. people who are saying, you know, I don't believe in democracy and, you know, like, you know, women should follow their men and, you know, which to me, this yeah. Supreme Supreme court pick is just, it's mind boggling because you she based it? off Where her I ideology, based off her ideology, it's a, woman it's, it's a lady. Like yeah. It's, you know, based off her idea, cause she's Catholic, she's a Catholic, she's straight up like hardcore Catholic
1: Sometimes we really get on our my nerves.
0: Oh my god. The Catholics. We, <laughs> we with the, with, the Catholics. with Yeah, the Catholics. All right. Well, uh I think we're out of time. So hey, yeah, thanks okay. everybody for um, participating in the conversation. It was interesting. Um and definitely an interesting conversation and I'm going looking forward to this podcast. But have a good rest of your week, yeah. Mama.
1: <laughs> I will. You know, I'll be checking in with you. Um I'm about to go watch Hocus Pocus with Kayla, so awesome enjoy your enchiladas we've been here for two hours so I know know it's probably like I ain't gonna eat tonight but it's okay (laughs) bye everybody (laughs) we'll see y'all
0: next time
1: (laughs) okay